Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're talking about introverts, periods, and BuzzFeed's version of Geek Therapy. The introvert comics that you sent me? Oh, yeah. I really like those. Yeah, yeah. Those are really good. Uh, it was on Huffington Post. It was like a webcomic on uh, moments where people, um, you know, that that introverts can relate to I think uh, it was pretty good because uh, because kind of every single one was just a moment that you could really relate to I really like web comics like that, that right yeah I always there's so many web comics out there that I look at and it's I see them in my feed on Facebook or Twitter and I'm like oh that's me <laughs> oh that's me too and that one and that one and that the the introvert one kind of completely got me yeah, everything, yeah. everything in there, um, which was interesting because it was, I think it was, it was someone from Finland, and I guess in Finland the culture is very different, and so everybody is kind of introverted, and they aren't the same outgoing kind of people that Americans typically are <laughs> portrayed as or seen as. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Again, just as an example of of how powerful one or two panels can be in in showing a relatable experience. So I really like that. I liked it a lot. It reminded me of uh, you know that's why that's why I had written those scripts for for that ADHD comic because I haven't seen many that kind of had those moments where I could be like that's you know like I think. I know people can relate to this, but I, I wanted to cr- have something visual like that so that people could, again, relate to it. <laughs> um, yeah. so, so that one was pretty good. Uh, I really like that. And I think it was called, let me see, it was 11 Comics That Pretty Much Sum Up Life for Introverts. And that was um, on Huffington Post. I'll put a link to that because that was pretty good. And the good. actual, the name of the strip. It, or the webcomic is Finnish Nightmares. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was when I was looking at that, it led me to something called Menstrupedia, which I know it's kind of weird, but it was I found this comic book that is designed to teach girls about menstruation and their periods and, and kind of educate them on that. And I saw something recently about a board game. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then I, then that popped up uh, in my feed for somewhere too. It's called um, The Period Game. And mm-hmm. like I haven't played these games that I really didn't read the comic. I just looked over them. But I just wanted to bring them up as, as again, like uh, just examples of things that you could use to talk about something that maybe you don't know how to talk about or you don't feel comfortable or you don't know how to bring up the topic. And why not break out the period game if you want to teach somebody about their periods? I think my parents would have been mortified. Or at least my dad. <laughs> my, I, I mean, my mom died when I was younger, so but my, my dad would have been mortified. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I once had a client who was a teenager, quite up there in years. And she was sexually active, and her family had never had the talk with her. And I ended up being the first person to 
tell her or like start the conversation about safe sex. And then I, I kind of, you know, pass the baton over to um, one of my coworkers <laughs> to, <laughs> to finish the job the next day. But, um, you know, I mean, some, some parents just won't touch the topic or they don't want to, or they're not um, just equipped to do it. Maybe nobody did it with them, you know. Right. It's cool to identify yeah. different tools that, that might be helpful. I can't speak to the quality of that comic or the game, but I just thought that it was but really it's interesting. to look at. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. think about, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I work with foster kids, and nobody wants to have that talk with them. Um, I, I think a lot of staff members, and, and sometimes you go to a, a group home or a foster home and um, – there will be somebody that that can connect with kids that way and and not totally weird them out. But a lot of times, um, at least the people I've worked with, they don't really want to give teenage boys, especially any safe sex education or anything. Mm. Um, and you know, I mean, most of what they get, is, the information they get, is from their friends or the media. And so it's good to have that. Pornography um, specifically, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So if we were – so I'm always thinking about like, well, I, I want to make stuff like this accessible to people, you know? Like um, obviously like if we were going to put that in the library, how would we put it? Like what would you – like I feel like we don't have a category for for issues related to health, I guess. Would we put Would we put – the period game under health? Would we put it under woman's health? Would it put- I don't know. See, when we make topics that are so specific, it makes we have too many topics. Exactly. Like, we already have too many topics. I know, I know, I know. Ugh. That's and one sometimes, of the and I'm like, I want to narrow them down, but, but then I feel like we miss something because so many things are very specific, yeah. like that we, that we look at that. It could be very helpful in a very specific way, and if somebody doesn't use a term to search for it or something, it's going to be like lost in the ether of ether of whatever. Um, yeah, my problem, uh, I I have no problem with having a, a just a ton of labels. I don't have a problem with that if it's helpful. My problem is when two labels are too similar. Yeah. Right. So I, I wouldn't. That. Yeah, so I wouldn't want to have woman's health and, and pe- menstruation because then. But we could have woman's health and then general health. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, it it does become a problem. Um, yeah. Every time I try to, uh, every time I feel the need to add a new topic, I I look really really hard to make sure that, that there's there nothing a, that could cover it. Yeah. Yeah, or even too similar. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but I mean, and that it's, I mean, it's not the exact, like, it's not the same kind of like thing that kind of entry we usually have. Like, it's not a character or a story or something, but it is like, it's important for people to know that there are resources. Yeah. I mean, we do have yeah. a game category, right? And right. And I think there are a lot of games that would fall under that category. Like, again, like we're not reviewing the quality of these things. We're just saying, hey, there's a resource out there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. 
We need to make sure that's on there, that we're not saying that we may have necessarily, we have not necessarily played these games. Yeah. Or comics or whatever. Especially when there's going to be so many, like if we get other people putting things in and we have been. Yeah, um, we already do. And I mean, and it's yeah. the same thing. I don't read everything that you, every entry you've made. I haven't watched every episode. No. Yeah, it's impossible. Although we do talk about most Things. That's what we're trying to do here. <laughs> yep. Um, so maybe the coolest thing that I saw this week was that BuzzFeed article of the TV 16 TV moments that help people through depression. Oh, and my God. Reading those were so good. You know, it's... So so, and then and then, thank you for sharing the 16 films. Yeah, <laughs> right? 16 which was film at the moments. bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't notice it when I saw the, the, the TV one. So mm-hmm. right there, we have 32 examples, right? Or 32 things that would, that are essentially the, exactly what we're trying to do here, right? Which are, and I love the way they did it. So they, they set them up, um, they took scenes from these different TV shows and movies and set them up like you would see a meme on Facebook or, or on Twitter. Right. Um, with the text, kind of multiple pictures. And then I like the way they said like that, that time when, the doctor said this or this to Van Gogh or that time mm-hmm. when um, Dumbledore addressed, you know, the new students and then the- it has that picture. And mm-hmm. then the the thing that we've talked about here, which is I would love for any of those, uh, any of our entries. The reason why it's an open wiki is because I want people to be able to share anecdotes. But stories. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. so cool that underneath it's all these stories. Um I loved that the first entry was Kimmy Schmidt. Of course. <laughs> on, on the TV one. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah. we've been talking about that forever. Did you notice that you I, you hate how much I talk about Grey's Anatomy, but Grey's Anatomy was in there. And I can, not off the top of my head right now, but I could probably name quite a few more Grey's Anatomy moments that were like, oh, that is what it's about. Like, yeah. that is really what helped me through something. <laughs> I'm glad um, that after 10 seasons, you found some some scenes uh, that uh, possibly 11, helpful. 11, 11. 11. 12, actually, now. 12. And the new season starts next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm definitely going to put links to these two because um, it is, oh, man, it is exactly the type of thing. I mean, it was so, it's so validating to see mm-hmm. something like that and like we're, we have the right idea, you know, and right. at least for me, of course, we're preaching to the choir, right? We want to make this because this is exactly what we want to see. And somebody made it, um, made a version and somebody of somebody that that is like big and can get like reach to people like. Yeah, BuzzFeed, Buzzfeed is, is no is joke. BuzzFeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how many people saw that and kind of was it, were able to. You know, experience the thing that we're talking about all the time. And there were a few scenes um, for both movies and and shows that I've actually used as examples. Right, the fact mm-hmm. that there's two from the uh, from Doctor Who, just amazing. There's some Buffy in there, like you said. The, there's some the, Kimmy the Buffy one was like, I mean, when Buffy was big, I was, I don't know, how old was I? Probably high school and and college. So I was very angsty. Um, <laughs> And so when I saw the Buffy one, because I was thinking it was going to be more recent stuff, but they took 
people's entries and they went with whatever and i'm sure they had more entries than what they actually i like how you're um, calling them entries like well they they did i know but like they asked for they asked for i don't know moments moments from people but i mean that that line is one of the lines i use even with my clients like the the buffy one is the moment when dawn tells buffy the hardest thing in this world is to live in it um and that moment when I was, I, I mean, that's one of my favorite episodes anyway. It's the musical episode. Who yeah, doesn't yeah. love the musical episode? It's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, and I, I haven't watched it in years and I could sing the whole thing probably <laughs> uh, word for word. Uh, but once more with feeling, it's a great, it's a great episode. Yes. Um, and, the, and the episode after it is very good too. Tabula yeah. Rasa. Yeah. Um, I think that one's more memorable for me even Really, uh, for, for me, the musical one has always resonated on a number on, on a few different levels. But that scene at the end, when Buffy finally admits that, you know, she was fine, she was comfortable, mm-hmm. she felt and at everybody peace. just assumed that she was being tormented, and yeah, and, and they they it was really about them, and they pulled her out of that to bring her back into. Something that's not that good and fighting and always all this conflict and 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 in the context of this episode, ridiculous, right? Like her her world mm-hmm. is so ridiculous that they spent an entire day uncontrollably singing and dancing in the streets. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that scene, that that scene at the end always always stays with me. There's so many Buffy moments. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah, rewatch yeah. that and make some entries if I ever have time. But Buffy is fantastic, absolutely. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff there. And so it got me thinking, I think there's something there like Buzzfeed, like we said, Buzzfeed, they know what they're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. Buzzfeed is a great, uh, company in terms of like you, people make fun of like, they just do top 10 lists and they do stupid stuff. But the truth is they know how to engage an audience. They know how to, um, build community. They know how to spread information. So I think there's something there that we can probably learn from. Because I didn't think of doing something that visual, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of cool. Make our own memes. Uh, Well, I mean, so that's actually so that's actually kind of hard, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not difficult. It is time consuming. Yes. We'd have to go back to the thing and screen cap a couple times and add captions and. But if it was something that we felt was really yeah yeah, important. And that means that that's going to be like entries that really mean something to us. Yeah. But I also like the idea that eventually someone could add that right. um, to an entry that we already did or an entry that, that they make. Um, I kind of I kind of just want to take those 32 things that they showed and, and put them in the library. <laughs> I don't think I think that I think that would be OK. Right. Prop. Maybe. Maybe I can always link back yeah. uh, to the original article. I think I'm going to do that because I really like it. And some of them are things that I – yeah, and some of those were things I just had not thought of. And those are kind of the most exciting for me when someone brings something up to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, duh, of course. Like I've seen that and I didn't think that at that moment. Okay. So, so yeah, so I'm definitely going to, to – I'm going to let that simmer for a bit and I'm going to think about it and um, and see where it goes. Yeah. 
Besides that, I did make one entry. I know you didn't make any entries this I last week. I know, I know. I remember a few weeks ago you said that once you finish your test, then you would start making entries. And then I said once I finished mm-hmm. that project, mm-hmm. I, I would mm-hmm. I would start making entries. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I got distracted by watching Stranger Things. Oh, it's good, right? So good. Uh, th- uh, I mentioned that scene to you, right? Where they like that in that first episode when when the kids are uh, when the kid disappears and they start and they say, you know, when he made that move in D and D, like he could have done something else, but he decided to do that for us. So we should mm-hmm. go out and look for him. That was yep. so good, so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Did you finish it yet? Oh. All the way through. Okay, it. blew through <laughs> it. Um, we were. I was only allowed. To, we only watched one episode a night. Um, Nina does not like scary things, so and this wasn't like jump out at you scary, but it did at night. It could mess with your mind before a, f- a few going scenes. Good, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was really good. I want to live in the eighties now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the show takes place in the year I was born. So you, you, you were born too, right? Yes. We're the same age. Yep. Actually, I'm older. Uh, a few months, <laughs> by a few months. Shh, I'm older. Yeah. No, you can take it. I don't want, but, I don't uh, want that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was so fun. The hair was horrible. <laughs> the music yeah. was great. The clothes. Whew. I yeah. want to be, uh, Dustin's best friend, <laughs> curly-headed kid. Oh, he's the greatest. I know. Yeah, no, no. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, let's see. What have I watched? You know, I watched The Jungle Book, the John Favreau live-action version. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. I feel like now thinking back, there's a lot of good stuff there, but I wasn't in, that, in the mindset of uh, thinking of entries. I just really wanted to see mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, um, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I liked it, and it's more like it's more like the book, um, Jungle Book, than the Disney cartoon. The Disney cartoon, from what I've heard, I really liked them doing a different spin on um, on Ka and having Scarlett Johansson voice Ka. Yeah, yeah. Um, really creepy. Oh yeah. Really creepy, but really good. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was it was really good. You know about it, there's issues of identity, and mm-hmm. you know. Belonging to groups and and know. what it means to be a family and yeah 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 no this is a lot of good stuff there but I did not make any entry to that what I did make an entry for was for uh, the new okay so this is a little confusing in in Marvel at the moment the Amazing Spider Man is the main book starring Peter Parker but okay. then after Secret Wars. The the ultimate um, the Spider Man from the Ultimate Universe or the Ultimate Comics is now in the main world where all the other characters yeah. are, but he's also Spider Man and he has his own book. And in a very confusing uh, move, his book is called Spider Man. <laughs> like at least in the <laughs> Ultimate Comics, for a while it was Ultimate Spider Man, and then it was Miles Morales. Ultimate Spider-Man, but this is just right. Spider-Man. So in the Spider-Man comic that started in 2016, in the second issue, 
there's two big things that are happening. One is um, Miles and Peter, both dressed as Spider-Man, are dealing with a situation, and Spider-Man is kind of going back. Um, like Miles keeps mentioning that, hey, you said it would, you said it was okay. You said I could be Spider-Man too. He's like, yeah, but I don't know. It's like. And he makes jokes about copyright infringements and how he doesn't, <laughs> you know, how he's. You not know so- what? They should just be black and red Spider-Man and blue and red Spider-Man. Oh, there's a funny joke about uh, <laughs> Peter tells Miles that uh, he doesn't like that his his costume is cooler than his. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a little going back and forth about again. It, it there's identity here. There's legacy. There is like this permission, you know, like, what does it mean to be Spider-Man? And can I live up to that? And that's kind of what I want to do. But can I do it even without your blessing? Like, we see a lot of that in, in Batman stories, right? In the Bat symbol mm-hmm. and the Bat family. So it's interesting to see that dynamic. But the thing that really got to me was that Miles, his after this fight, his suit is torn in a few different places. And um, Peter tells him to like, get out of there before anybody sees him. He doesn't. He stays and helps the Spicky Avengers. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually aged up. He's like 16 now. He was a lot younger. He's still a kid. He is. He is. But I mean, he's like, he's bigger. I'd say the same thing about Peter Parker when he was 16. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so he sticks around. He helps save the day. But some, uh, he, he ends up on the news. And then there's this video on YouTube that goes viral where this girl is reacting to the fact that she can see the color of his skin. And she notices that he is a person of color. And now she's all excited because the new Spider-Man isn't white. And when he sees this, he is, he's kind of bothered by it because he doesn't think that it should matter what his race is um, or what he looks like under the mask. What matters is what he does. Right. And there's also the idea that since they saw the color of his skin, they assume he's black but he he even mentions he's like I'm half black and I'm half Hispanic, like they're not even getting that that part right because, mm-hmm. um, but that's all that they're focusing on. There's a lot to relate to there. That's a lot yeah. of you know um, I can think of many different situations where the way you look um, or what people think um, they know about you um, assumptions based on yeah. one thing about you yeah. How people define who you are versus how you define who you are. How those things can make things more difficult or easier, you know. And and so it, it's cool to see this um, this play out in the comic that way. His best friend is like, dude, this is so awesome. Like, they're talking about you. Uh, this is so great. And he's like, no, but, like, that's not what I want them to be talking about. That's mm-hmm. not that's not what this is about. Um, so I thought that was pretty good. So I made an entry for that. Well, aren't you fancy with your entries? Hey. <laughs> this whole accountability on the podcasting is not working, apparently. <laughs> I will get I will get to it. Mm-hmm. I will get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. So honestly, that's that's all I have for this week. Whoa. Do you have anything? No. Oh. Actually, um <laughs> I've been reading and I, I need to I want to digest it a little more, but I've been reading. Oh, I, I never think of the uh, the writer's name, but I always know the artist. Um, Bab Stars, Batgirl. Um, so that's that's still New Fifty Two Batgirl. Um, 
but Batgirl of Burnside and I can't, I think the second volume is what I've been reading. And that one I think is called family business. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in there about, um, dealing with family and her relationship with her father, because in this version, uh, Batman dies. <laughs> and Jim Gordon is Batman. Um, oh, and, so yeah, you are in any 52 he, still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim Gordon's Batman. So and, right, that's right after um, the end game arc in Batman. Yeah. 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 Where both the so, Joker and Batman die. Yeah. But now he's in a Batman suit and it causes all kind of issue, all kinds of issues because he has to then go after Batgirl because <laughs> the, the agency wants no vigilantes and we have to get rid of all the vigilantes. So um, he does his best and he doesn't know that Batgirl is, is Barbara Gordon. He doesn't know is his daughter. And there's a little bit of guilt there because he confesses as Jim Gordon, he confesses to Barbara that he's Batman. And then she doesn't tell him that she's Batgirl. Um, and so there's a bunch of that, but I haven't gotten too far. Uh, like I, I have, but I haven't, I want to keep reading it, do some entries, but there's a lot of stuff in there about family and family secrets, um, and relationships with parents. I, I think there's a lot of cool stuff in that, but in that, the Batgirl stories, um, that came out of the new 52, but I'm still mm-hmm. bitter about Stephanie Brown just getting sidelined. So, hey, hey, I, I just really read did. an issue with Stephanie Brown helping Batgirl and as a spoiler, and it was awesome. I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter. <laughs> I know you're bitter. I know you're bitter. Um, but it was awesome to see her there because everybody was like, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. nowhere. She's gone. And then like, it took two I years for her to much. show up. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like, <laughs> she's there. What are you talking about? Oh, fine. <laughs> Maybe that one I'll read. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I've been watching Mr. Robot lately, and I brought it up before. That is a show that I I love the show, but it is the science fiction version of mental health. Like, mm. there's just uh, there's. I think that because of that, there are things that are relatable, but at the same time, it is. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm not even going to say the, the stuff that's going on because it's very spoilery and mm-hmm. so, so cool. But it is definitely the – again, it's not even like a fantasy version of mental health. It is a like a sci-fi version of, of mental health um, issues and, and the way characters deal with things. It's really interesting. I, I I freaking love the show. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, like I've I've said, um, we've said here many times. And I think any portrayal, any representation of mental health is good because it gets us to talk about it. So when he's talking about mm-hmm. you know dissociation, or he's talking to his therapist, or um, one thing that. Uh, this isn't so much of a spoiler, but it isn't immediately obvious at the beginning, really, to, at least to me it wasn't, is that to him, the audience is like a voice in his head. 
like an entity that exists inside his psyche, but um, that no one else is aware of. So he talks to us as if we are oh. um, a part of his world. And and sometimes he hides things from us. Sometimes he he and and because of this too, we see the world through his eyes. So it's it's very very interesting. So he always like he'll check in with you. Like he's talking to his therapist sometimes. He's like, yeah, um, yeah, that's the only like these are the only people that I see or talk to. And and he'll you know like talk to you all of a sudden and say, don't worry, I, I'm still keeping you secret. I'm not telling anyone anyone about you yet. But it's you, the audience. It's it's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it may not make sense. You'd have to watch the show to really understand it. But I think I think it's great. But there there is like he he speaks to his therapist often, and he is dealing with some stuff. Um, that is again, it it it's really really out there, and it may even be close to what very 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 extreme, um, you know, very difficult cases might might deal with, uh, might experience. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty I'm trying cool. to think of what else I've been watching. Oh, we watched um the entire first season of Gallivant, and like, oh, Gallivant is amazing. It's so good. It, yeah, we watched, but it's only like on Netflix. It's like twenty minutes because there's no commercials. So we're just like, let's keep watching. The whole first season's only like two hours, two and a half hours. It's so great. Wait a minute, didn't I? I think I've made an entry for Gallivant. I'm almost uh, certain that I made an uh, an entry early on for one of the episodes. We're on the second season, not all the way through. Yeah, but um, it's yeah. It's so good. I get a lot of crap because I we Nina wants to watch funny things, and I don't in and of itself. I, I don't say, "Hey, let's watch something funny." Um, most of the time, I like my drama and my action. A lot of drama more drama but um hospital drama hospital dramas <laughs> cop dramas um drama dramas with with some with some humor thrown in there Grey's anatomy is very funny very funny um but i like some tears of, of sorrow with with tears of laughter um but so she said do you want to watch gallivant and i was like i don't know she's like I heard it's a lot like Robin Hood Men in Tights. And I was like, here's a dirty secret. I don't really like Mel Brooks movies. <laughs> uh, I'll give you, and- uh, this is this may not be a popular opinion, but um, I do not think that Men in Tights holds up. I don't think it holds up at all. You don't think it holds up at all? No. Nope. I used to love that movie. And I saw it recently. I was like, mm, no. Yeah. No. But Gallivant is good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, but... And I've always liked Monty Python, and so I don't know why what it is. I I think when I was a kid, I watched ten minutes of Men in Tights, and then like had to turn it off. I was like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> um, and I should give it a chance. Maybe we'll see what I think of it. But Galvant is so good. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 amazing. The the songs are so good. Everything like that song that the jester starts the second season with, if I'm remembering correctly, it's kind of epic, right? Yeah, the, yeah. The way he kind of recaps the entire um, first season. And then they cut him off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. But it's great. Yeah. I, I, and there's a lot of like heartbreak and how to deal with heartbreak and father son uh, stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, that hero role, like his responsibility. Brother son or brother son. Brother brother stuff, like sibling rivalry. Yeah. The, um, the king, like his, his story is really funny. And he's probably uh, the most complex character of all of them. Yeah. He is. Um, um, what else? So Galavant, we were watching Galavant. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, Gal- Galavant. I've been is watching. Great. I've been watching some Supernatural too, because mm. um, I needed something else to like hold me for a while after that Grey's Anatomy binge. <laughs> Supernatural, man. I start it and then I watch a couple episodes and then I do something else and I come back and I watch a couple episodes and. It's been like years, and I'm still not through the first season. <laughs> the first season, I, I've been told that you have to get through it, and then it's good. And that's my experience. I had a hard time getting through the first season, and now I immediately have been like, next, next, next. So um, mm-hmm. not as not as much as I did. Like, I'm not watching five six seven episodes in a day but i am watching on a day when i'm home two or three maybe four depending on what's going on i'm convinced that anything that the cw shows i'll eventually um like it more than i should more than it deserves so Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah yeah like i will i will i will tell you how much i love smallville but i will also tell you how stupid it is (laughs) and how bad it is And, and and supernatural is like I've heard so many things about how misogynistic the show is and and especially with the Dean's character and how he's so broy and it's <laughs> broy <laughs> broy and not in a good way just calling people bitch and and I don't know all the the, the and some homophobic stuff and um but when it comes down to it. There are people out there like that, and I think that Sam kind of balances it out. Balances that out yeah. and like calls him on it a lot of the time, um, and at least from what I've seen so far. And I think it's a good relationship, and it shows a lot of loss and and also relationships between siblings. Yeah, there's a lot of family issues some, there. Yeah. Sometimes very. Um, they're very close and very tight, and other times they hate each other. They can't stand <laughs> each other. So yeah. Um, it's well, a good if show. you if you find anything uh, worth making an entry for, then uh, definitely I will. Let me, know. let me know. I will. I will, especially since um, I'm not watching seven episodes in a day. Listen, um, <laughs> it's it's like we're mid September now. In a couple of weeks, there's all these brand new shows. It's I know, and that'll be in a more in a more balanced way. Like I can take it in one episode at a time mm, and not maybe. and think about it. Eh, sometimes it's two episodes. We'll see. I mean, well, it's like so. All these shows are going to start in a couple weeks, and then mm-hmm. in two weeks we get the full season of Luke Cage, and then a couple weeks after that I got a full season of Black Mirror, and then I mm-hmm. don't know. It's going to be overload. Well, I still haven't watched. We still haven't watched Jessica Jones or the second season of Daredevil. Mm. Um, I haven't watched 
I think the second half of the last season of oh, Supergirl no, 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 no. or stop, the second stop, half stop, stop. of Gotham. You got, you got too much of a backlog. Don't even – don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Let's go. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just a lot. It's yeah. a lot of stuff. But I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we'll again, uh, not many entries this week, but I think um, those BuzzFeed articles especially. Info. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. BuzzFeed articles especially were great. All right, so um, again, we're building the Geek Therapy Library. It's designed as a a resource for parents, clinicians, friends, um, anybody who can see the value in using media to kind of find relatable things. Um, we like to say the simplest thing, the simplest way to explain it is that these are conversation starters to get people to talk about sometimes difficult issues, anything from depression to apparently women's health. So um, <laughs> we're building that out. Uh, so you can find more information about that on the podcast, which is at geektherapy.com, at geektherapy on Twitter, Lara's Geek Therapist on Twitter, and I am Josue A. Cardona on Twitter. And we're here every week. So thank you, Lara, and we'll talk next week. Bye.